Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Gloucester Park Friday night and Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657. And uh, a great night of racing last week. And we'll catch up uh, with some of the action uh, with uh, Glenn Mortimer very shortly. But a great night tonight, including the Pro Chevalier Group 3 and the return of Finvara, last start Group 1 winner. And we'll talk to his Hall of Fame trainer, Gary Hall Sr., in just a moment. Plenty of things happening in harness racing, including the return of one of our big stars to trial on Wednesday night. We might even pick up a little bit of that action a little bit later on. But a big welcome to uh, Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Yeah, morning, Michael. Great to be here as always. Off to a great start last Friday night with Born to Boogie landing the cash. Didn't, didn't she go good? Uh, went very well. But unfortunately, we still finished up two units down for the night. So hopefully we go better Third up tonight with our man, uh, Bomber. Bomber, yes. Great night's pacing last Friday night. Just a treble to Junior. <laughs> Bad night. Normally gets four. <laughs> Double to um, uh, Greg Bond and Ryan Warwick. And then on Saturday, we had a treble to Chris Voke. And he backed it up on Monday with four winners. So the man in the pink cart driving absolutely beautiful. And last week, we introduced our man, Hayden King, who is yep. panelling the show. Started on fire. And started straight away with a $6 winner. And in the, ne- the next race, ran second, paid $3 the place, but was paying $21 the win. And then on Sunday, got two out of three. So uh, off to a good start. And we look forward to some selections later on. Big guest on the show today, one of Australia's premier trainers, the best, Gary the best. Hall Senior. But before we get into that, Michael, just a couple of questions sure. of you, if I can. Sure. What happens to the state money when races or meetings are abandoned or field sizes aren't at their maximum? What happens to that money? Uh, I think it goes just back into the general pot and then they use it to to get, um, to get put races on that um, uh, that are added. So if, if there's a nine race on a Tuesday or a nine race on a, on a Sunday, that's where the, the money goes. But... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't keep a track of it. I was going to say, <laughs> and of course, that would be uh, very transparent, I'm sure. Now, Michael, we had a 20% reduction in stakes yep. when COVID first hit from the 6th of April through to the 1st of August. Yep. Uh, do they review the income over that time to see how racing was impacted? And more importantly, is there a chance that uh, that 20% may be paid back to the owners? Look, I think... I, they've done obviously a lot better than what they thought they were going to do through um, through COVID because obviously wagering went up um, and it's been a better result. And, and it was the right thing to do at the time because there Correct. was a lot of uncertainty. Um, there's been a few things of, of how they they could give it back and pay it back. I just think the best thing to do would just be give that 20% back to the people that won it and make it an ex-gracia payment so it doesn't go into your... your um, handicapping system, and it's it's just the COVID bonus to level things up again. And I think that would be the easiest way, and I think it's the best way as well because those people won the races. It should have been at full stake, and that's and that's just the easiest way. I agree, and I'm sure our guest will agree. Yep. Looking ahead at the programming calendar, I see there's races now appearing on preferen- preferential barrier d- draw on MW, which uh, 
I'm not sure you got me there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, oh. you know, it's normally on level. Yep. But uh, preferential barrier draw on MW. I don't recall seeing any no. thing or any communication about what that is, but I'm sure we can find that one out. Yep. And uh, will we need to be vaccinated at any stage when we go to Gloucester Park? Well, very, very good question because um, obviously our staff will need to be vaccinated because it, it falls under the um, catering and hospitality. So we'll have to do that. Um, I'm talking to, to Rawa now about what the expectations are as far as our other track staff because our our float and like the gate attendants are all interacting with people and stuff like that. And even, even our participants who uh, are coming on course because the other thing that uh, was mentioned around if, if we do go into another lockdown, only people that are vaccinated can can come into work, which means, I mean, the fraternities clusters work when they come right. into to race. So um, I, I think, um, speaking to Rawa, they're, they're clarifying that with the government about how it sits, and I think there's still a bit of uncertainty around that. Um, but certainly we, our staff, will have to be vaccinated because right. we fall under that um, We fall under that um, banner. I'm already vaccinated, mm -hmm. so it uh, won't worry me too much. So we're ready to go. Interesting times, it but is. let's just get into it, hey? We sure will. And before we do, and uh, Gary Hall Senior has been waiting patiently on the line for us. He's got plenty of horses to work. This uh, segment's brought to you by the one and only Retrovision. Your, your local WA electrical appliance specialist, RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. October is bonus month. Correct. Bonus, and bonus so month. You get a bonus, you get the guaranteed lowest price and 5% for RAC members. What a deal, Radley. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I've, I've got the email yesterday about the um, TVs that turn into pieces of art on the wall. Amazing. Very. Nicole will want one of those. <laughs> very, excited, sure. very excited about that. All right, let's get into it now. And uh, as I said, he's been waiting, waiting patiently on the line, Gary Hall Senior. But before we do, let's go back um, to the Colts and Geldings three-year-old Group 1 Classic and Vinvara with Gary Hall Jr. in the cart, swept home to victory, holding off C. Ryan Fly. Third quarter in 28-7 and hitting the front is Otis with talks up a storm and Finbarra is four deep letting go with a good run. Magnificent is out five deep as they corner. Here's Finbarra coming with a big burst after talks up a storm and then Magnificent in the straight. Talks up a storm grabbed by Finbarra. C. Ryan Fly is getting out as well and flashing in front. Finbarra though from C. Ryan Fly and talks up a storm. Hall keeps it going and Finbarra. Finbarra too classy and beats C. Ryan Fly. Talks up a storm and fourth home little happy. Yeah, he's only had the six starts, but four wins for Invara, and that was a group one, and his trainer joins us on the line now. Gary Hall Senior, welcome to the show. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Glenn. How are you going, guys? Yeah, really good. It's, it must be great to have him back to the track. And before we talk about Finvara, we're expecting another horse back to the track tonight in the, uh, the crowd favourite in Chicago Bull. Unfortunately, he had to be scratched. Um, senior, a little setback for um, Chicago Bull? Yeah, it's, it's quite a setback, really. He, um, you know, he just uh, was doing track work and sort of uh, wasn't competitive. Didn't want to, didn't want to know about it. And uh, we've had him checked over, and that he's, you know, he's probably suffering from some sort of a viral infection. We're not sure yet. We wait, wait for all the results come back. But uh, he was uh, very lackluster, and which is not like him because on Saturday morning. Uh, Actually, Tim Walker was out there with, and he worked fantastic. Probably the best he's ever worked. So it's really disappointing. I wanted to see him come back at least for one, one preparation and show everyone how good he is. Really, you know, he's sort of got that memory of that last campaign where he was, you know, wasn't that great, and he had a few little problems. So 
Yeah, you but... know, he's getting pretty old. He's like me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, pardon the pun. You were, you were very bullish about him this campaign when when I spoke to you, and um, just, just you got the I got the feeling that you thought that yeah, he was a real chance in in the cups coming up as well. He was back to that far. Yeah, I, I reckon he was back to something like you know, really back to his best without actually going to the races and seeing it actually happen. But he was running. Running sectionals and times that you know with ease that he uh, that he used to do when he was going great and uh, I was really looking forward to it. He looks great. He looks great today. He looks terrific. But uh, he's got some problem there and uh, we'll, we'll work it out. And if it's uh, serious, he won't. He probably won't race again because we we definitely don't want to risk a horse like him. He's such a little champion and you know. I've had some great horses in my time, but as far as braveness is concerned, I think he's one of the bravest I've had. Yeah, yeah certainly pound for pound, he's one of the best horses that uh, we've ever seen race in Western Australia. He might be small in size, in, smaller in size, but in stature, he's been amazing. And um, senior, I know you'd love to get him back for, for one more um, uh, preparation, but, uh, you know, the memories that he's left uh, us have been absolutely amazing. And, you know, forgetting about his last campaign and these things happen, but the memories that he's left the the WA harness racing um, crowd in Western Australia, you must be extremely proud of him. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm, I'm very proud of him. As, you know, because you know because of the size of him to start with, and you know, like he's only you know he's like a yearling, and um, he's tiny, and uh, he just he just must have a heart as big as himself, and. Uh, you know what happened to him in in New Zealand was you know really unfortunate, and that that sort of uh, once they get a bit older and they start getting those sort of things happen to them, you know it's usually the beginning of the end, and that was the same with Quinny. But uh, he, he he was there for a long time, and his uh, his record at the top level was phenomenal. I, I, just before we go, I actually we'll get we'll get to do a little video for him to, for his ready for his comeback this week, and going through a couple of those races, he's he's battles with. Um, Soho Tribeca were just fantastic, and and even you, you go back to the Inner Dominion where um, he beat Tiger Tara comfortably, who who was you know just yeah. who was just a giant killer at the time. Yeah, no, he's um, he's been right up there as the very best for a long time, and um, you know like it's going to be sad to not have him racing, but he'll, he'll go up and join Quinny in the paddock in the middle of the jog track and. Um, have a ball, I suppose. He'd be, he'd, be the, he'd be the only horse that Quinny's taller than, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, air crashes up there. He's shorter than Quinny. <laughs> but uh, but there, uh, yeah, yeah, Quinny's there. You know, he's um, he looks magnificent too. And uh, if they can they can retire together, they'll probably outlast me, the two of them. <laughs> I was saying you you did a did did an amazing job just to get him back to racing yeah. after what happened in New Zealand, and yeah. for him to go on and do what he did after that was amazing. Now, tonight at Gloucester Park, you've got some very interesting runners. In race two, number seven, Alter Intrigue. Last start winner, Mac 3 Gelding. Very consistent. Uh, win or place record, uh, 36 from 59. Very consistent. How do you expect him to go from uh, the number seven tonight? Yeah, I'm not really that confident of him from out of that draw. Um, I'm trying to toy with the idea of going forward with him because he, he just can't come around the field. He just gets a bit on one rein when he's wide and he's not that great when he's... Uh, Callan drove him the week before and when he that he won and he was back in the field and off the track and it doesn't suit him. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm not sure whether we might just, you know, let settle and slide forward tonight and try and get up close. And he's going really well. And if, if he can get sort of some sort of luck in running, he's definitely an each-way chance. And in the same race, you've got number 10, Diego, who hasn't raced since the 18th of June in the Winter Cup. How, how's he coming along? Yeah, he's coming along good. He, um, he didn't do that well in the paddock over the winter. It was a terrible winter, and he, uh, he was one of the ones that didn't do well. And uh, we've managed to get you know a bit more condition on him since he's been in work, and he's uh, starting. To, he's working pretty good. And um, I, I, I thought if he drew the front line, he'd be very hard to beat. I still think he's a winning chance, but he's going to need a lot of luck from that draw because I'd like to think the one's going to lead, but I don't. I don't think it can hold out. Uh, there you go, is it? Yeah, there, yeah, there you go. go. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, I think we might see that hand up to the to the stable mate, and then in race four, number one ideal liner ran fifth in the Mount Eden Sprint, uh, coming from four back on the pegs, and before that was a neck second to Bletchley Park. How do you think he'll go tonight, Senior? Yeah, well, we're going to try and lead with him. I'm pretty sure he's got pretty good gate speed or very good gate speed, so uh, we'll try and lead with him. Uh, the 2100 is probably a little bit better than the 2500 when Bletchley Park beat him, and you know, not trying to give Junior any raps, but he drove Bletchley Park absolutely well, perfect that night to beat uh, Ideal Liner. And I hope he doesn't have quite as much luck tonight. <laughs> and uh, in the same race, you've got a horse that uh, I've got a lot of time for, actually, My Carbon Copy. I think he's uh, underrated. Last start, second to the Moose when he made up ground from four pegs, beaten 3.9 metres home in 55.7. Won well the start before. How do you see him going, uh, Senior? Yeah, I think he's definitely a top four chance. Um, he, he needs the pace right on. Um, he needs to be on the rail, and, he, and he's uh, you know a one-dimensional horse. He's just got to be held up for one run, and that's how he goes best. Or probably lead without getting a lot of pressure. And um, you know, like he's um, he's very quick, and he's he's sort of following along the lines of his uh, brother Mike Hardcopy, in that he um, you know every time I bring him back, he gets a little bit better. So I'm hoping he can keep going. And then in race five, we see the return to racing of Finvara, who won two trials recently. Last start winner won the three-year-old Westbred, Westbred Classic has won four from six and looks very smart. How's, uh, how's he returned to racing? Yeah, well, this trial at Byford was exceptional, uh, albeit it wasn't much opposition. He sat three fence and um, didn't do a tap of work, but he ran home really strong and powered to the line and... Uh, I've made a few changes to him. I've lengthened his gear. I've taken the pole and the Murphy off him, and uh, let his head. He used to have his head point. I wasn't really happy the way he was going as a three-year-old, even in the size. Finally, he had his head jacked right up, and he had tight hobbles, and he wouldn't. If you let him out, he'd go rough. And this time back, he seems to have, um, you know, turned the corner a little bit with, in respect to that, and he's pacing a hell of a lot better. So, I'm really very confident that he'll go well. I'm. I've got a lot of time for Heng Heng because um, Leo Sabi is not a bad horse and Heng Heng handled him quite well a couple of weeks ago when Junior drove him and um, I think he's probably the danger. Yeah, looking forward to see uh, Vin, Vin, Finn Vara back in racing. Then in race seven, number 10, Elta Blues, racing well, been racing in good company, off the 40 metre handicap. How's he going to step? He's had a couple of stands. He steps reasonably well. Um you know, not saying he will tonight, but he usually does anyway. So um, hopefully he steps well because he's going to have to from 40 metres. And, um, yeah, I think he's a winning chance. He's not an over-strong field and a small field suits him. And 
he's a good stayer, so uh, I'm uh, I'm thinking that it'll go pretty close. Yeah, as you say, uh, just needs to step and will be very hard to beat. And then the last one for tonight, race eight, number four, Euphoria. Fairly consistent. Uh, runs quite a few seconds, but uh, earlier in his career, they strung together a fair few, but uh, very consistent horse. And how do you see him going tonight, uh, Senior? Yeah, some of his seconds where he got, you know, a hell of a lot of pressure in front. And then one second a couple of starts ago, he was pretty ordinary. Um, you know, like I thought he um, should have won, but he did uh, run into the gate at the start and uh, flipped his uh, head check off and he may have had excuses. But then uh, last start when Madison drove him, I thought he got to the line reasonably well after, you know, coming from last and off the track. And uh, I think if he can find a reasonable position up close, he's got a definite each-way chance tonight. Well, you certainly got a great, um, great card tonight. What's the best for our uh, listeners today, Senior? Um, <laughs> well, I was, I'd probably have to say Finn because he's the best horse I've got, you know, uh, going around tonight, I'd say. So I'd say Finn Barra, but, you know, I'm, 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 I think, you know, Elta Blue should go pretty close as well. Very good. And just uh, just a couple of other horses uh, just looking to see where they're at. Uh, Fremantle Cup winner, Caviar Star, how's he going? Yeah, no, he's, uh, he did a tendon quite badly, just below the knee. And, uh, you know, uh, we tried one preparation to bring him back and he went sore even before he got to price work. So I don't like the chances of him making a return to racing. He's up there with Quinny as well. Oh, You're asking Star, about all star people, started paddock on you Because you, you want Junior to drive your horses. <laughs> <laughs> star started paddock, you got up there, Senior. And uh, the two-year-old, you're so fine? Yeah, you're also fine as back, and we're going good. Yeah, we like the way he's going. He's uh, he's looking well in that. But, uh, yeah, I think he's probably going to be a horse that takes another year before he's at his absolute best because he's a little bit immature and he's uh, he tends to be a bit light-framed. And he, but he is uh, he is um, going really well track work-wise and that, and he should be racing in about four weeks. Beautiful. It'll be great to have him back because he certainly he has got plenty of ability and uh, it'll be great to see him with a a preparation or two under his belt with uh, your stable. Senior, thanks for taking the time out to, to chat to us uh, today and uh, and good luck tonight with um, all your runners, particularly Finvara and Alta Blues. Thanks very much, guys. Thank good, you. Good on you. Gary All Senior there, the Hall of Fame trainer. Yes, he is. He is, a, he is an absolute legend of the industry and what a great... Um, I think he's got some real good chances tonight, so yeah. uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Sad news about Quinny, um, Sh- Chicago Bull, though. Hopefully that everything's all right and we get to see him at some stage, but it doesn't look like promising we'll get to see him in the Cups. Yeah, and if we don't get to see him, we have still seen one of oh. the best horses to race yeah. in Western Australia. Yeah, sure is. All right. Um, senior mentioned one of the horses tonight, Outer Intrigue, which... Um, we'll probably uh, have to push forward at some stage. Last week, uh, uh, he was a really good winner. Set outside Shadow Roll. It was a great performance to win and one of the treble for Gary Hall Jr. Side still held in there, and then Rock and Roll Whippy and further back trying to run on around them is uh, Euphoria as they come to the home turn next quarter in 27.9. And the leader is Shadow Roll. The outside Alter Intrigue, and now Vivietta Moore is joining in with a good run right around the outside. In the straight, though, it's Alter Intrigue racing up to Shadow Roll. Vivietta Moore is down the outside. Shadow Roll, Alter Intrigue, and then Vivietta Moore. Alter Intrigue and Shadow Roll. Alter Intrigue has got the nose in front of Shadow Roll. Alter Intrigue has just won from Shadow Roll. 
roll, Viviana Moore, flashing home, Alterrep got four. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Out of a medieval man to the turn. Vampiro just in front. Perfect Majors trying very hard. Hurricane Harley three wide trying to get them. Then as happy as Larry Babyface out of medieval man around the turn. 27 7 in the straight. Perfect Major Hurricane Harley race to Vampiro. But it's Hurricane Harley racing up to Perfect Major. Takes the lead. Babyface out of the outside. But Hurricane Harley just in front. And Hurricane Harley has won. Hurricane Harley has beaten home a Babyface out of snatching second. The Ruffy right on the line from on the inside. Perfect major, and they were clear from as happy as Hurricane Harley. You wouldn't have been on him a fair way out, Morts. I was (laughs) absolute plum of a drive from uh, Gary Hall Jr., got him into the perfect spot, and from there on, I mean, you would have been really disappointed if he hadn't won. Yeah, exactly. Um, perfect major was really, really good in defeat, had to sit outside Vampiro, who disappointed, and babyface Adder for our man, didn't it steam down the outside? Waterloo, he um, tell you what, was he was pumped up after the race. Uh, he certainly was. I don't think he left the winners' room, and and so he should be too. It was a good, <laughs> oh, a great, a great result for yeah. him. Just yeah. a pity we didn't have something on in the place. <laughs> Eleven dollars. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly uh, paid for something. Um, this segment sports you by Steel Blue boot, Boots, built for comfort, made for work. Seven hundred and thirty stockers nationwide, and Mort's you know better than anyone. You don't have to wear them in. No, you can just uh, hop straight in the shower or wherever you're going with them, and they are just absolutely perfect. And in the Quinella of the previous race, both wear steel blue boots, Justin Prentice and our man Cody. Oh, absolutely. Australia's leading supplier of work boots. Built for comfort and made for work. A bit like, uh, bit like the owner, Ross Fitzgerald. <laughs> Indeed. All right, it's a big welcome to, our, uh, to the show, our tipster, Scott Bomberhill. How are you, Bomber? Very well, thanks, gents. And yourself? Yeah, really good. Uh, really uh, looking forward to tonight and plenty of winners. Not too many shorties tonight, which is uh, really good. No, really even cards right across the night. There's uh, yeah, definitely some value there if you can if you can find a few winners tonight. All right, uh, let's uh, go through the first race. We get a look at is race number two, the DTS, your one stop shop. Pace over twenty one thirty meters, and we have infatuation from the pole at eight dollars. Queen Shenandoah fifteen, Carrera Mac twenty three. There you go at twenty three, Vespers at eleven dollars. Uh, better start dreaming at two eighty. Outer Intrigue at seven fifty. Rock me over at sixteen. Majestic Star at ninety one dollars, and then the backline Diego at three ten. Manning at thirteen dollars, and Maestro Bellini at ninety one. Not a great deal of movement on the Tab Touch market, and. Um, Tad Patch is the brand that funds the industry. Great supporters of us here at uh, uh, SEN Track, and uh, we'll talk about uh, Tab Touch in just a moment about yes. their, their big, uh, um, the big celebration of six, six, 60, sixty years and the new app. Uh, but Bomber, what do you think of race number two? Yeah, I think uh, there you go. We'll cross pretty comfortably here um, from four, and I'd expect he would hand straight over to the stable mate. Better start dreaming. He seems to be, you know, in that pattern. Where is he? where he leads and then takes a sit. So, you know, no better horse in this race and better start dreaming to be sitting on. So, um, 
you know, he's been really good his last, really good three starts ago when he won comfortably when leading from a middle gate and then he got stuck in the breeze at his last two and really, really solid time, which has made it pretty hard for him. But, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable. I've got the map right here with there you go to cross and then handing straight over to better start breathing. And if he's in front on the pegs, it's going to take a very, very good effort to get around him on, in, in this race. Just looking at the last word, which is very kindly supplied by Tim Walker and Tab Radio. Greg Bond, infatuation barrier, gives him an each-way hope. Chris Voak, Queen Shenandoah, each-way chance in this. Kyle Harper, better start dreaming awkward draw, but is each-way. And Gary Hall Sr., he's a winning chance with luck. It will be hard from there. So, as the market shows, a fairly even uh, field. What's the staking plan Race two, number six, better start dreaming, Bomber. Yeah, two units to kick off. I, I just think, yeah, if this map plays out the way I expect and he does find the front, I think he's actually an odds-on chance in front. So hopefully that plays out. Might start shorter than the 280. It's already in a oh, touch from 310. So It's $6.50 here, Mike. <laughs> don't, don't you start. All right, let's have a look at race number four. DTS, your security fencing specialist over the 2130 metres. This is the free-for-all. We have Ideal Liner at even money drawn the pole. Galactic Star at 750. You can scratch out, unfortunately, Chicago Bull. Golden State, $12. My Carbon Copy, 14 Babyface Adder, $21. Waterbro, 51 And Bletchley Park, 240 In from 260 Bomber. A small but select field. In real competitive race once again, we have the bookends. Ideal Liner, $2. Bletchley Park, 240 on Tab Touch. Yeah, it looks to my eye that they'll probably go Indian file in this race. Um, Ideal Liner will hold up from the inside and if they do go Indian final, he's going to get a really, really easy lead time and, and first quarter, and that's going to make it really, really hard for them to get around him. Obviously, Bletchley Park, his main danger is not really a breeze horse. He's drawn out wide, and I think Junior will be trying to trying to kid something to um, to take him into the race at some point. And Galactic Star drops on Ideal Liner's back, so he, he looks a danger based on his improved performance last week, but he hadn't done much prior to that. So, yeah, I just think Ideal Liner, he was really, really good uh, in defeat two or three starts ago and uh, gets his, his chance tonight with a with an easier lead time that he hasn't seen for a while. Couldn't agree more, Bomber. Gary Hall Sr., Ideal Liner, he will hold the front. He'll have Galactic Star on his back of the danger. Greg Bond should get a good trip and is an each-way chance. Cody Waldrot, our man on Babyface, had a tough draw but is racing well, should be hitting the... The line hard again. And Stephen Reid, Bletchley Park, draw and lack of pressure hurts. Ideal liner looks hard to beat. So race number four, number one, ideal liner. What's the staking plan, Bomber? I like your confidence there too, mate, uh, Mort. So, uh, yeah, he's our you know, big play for the night. He's a three-unit bet. I, I just think he gets a lovely lead and should be able to zip home too quick. All right, Spot on. Even money on tab touch, but you'll get better with the boost. You certainly will. uh, If you load up there. All right. That is uh, race number four. We're going to come back and uh, have a look at a couple of races. Before we do, Mortz, you must have been cock-a-hoop on um, Wednesday night when Major Martini went around in a uh, a wet pinjarra, uh, but certainly looked okay. So good to have him back, Michael. He's uh, an absolute beast, and we haven't seen the best of him, and we certainly hope that this is the... This is the preparation we do, but he looks outstanding. And did it well within himself as well. Absolutely. Had the, had the, head, had yeah. the head bowing. and Yeah, that typical art major, but yeah. most importantly, pulled up really well. All right, and as we get to the break, let's go to the trial on 
Wednesday at Pinjarra and Major Martini grabbing I'm Soxy on the line for his uh, first trial back ready for a preparation, uh, getting set for a few of the, the nice races at Costa Park over the summer. It is I'm Soxy by four metres. Major Martini, one off the inside, moving up three wide as Parsons Grammar. A gap back to Highly Flammable. I'm Soxy in front by a metre. Coming on the outside is Major Martini. Major Martini and I'm Soxy. Major Martini takes the front from I'm Soxy and Major Martini goes home too well. Defeats I'm Soxy in third. Parsons Grammar, fourth. Was you're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Bunda Boogie has raced up on the outside of Rocker Bull as they come up towards the home turn. So Bunda Boogie got to Rocker Bull. Around the outside, Mandy Joan. Better start dreaming is battling on, but around the turn. And Bunda Boogie had raced right away from them. Bunda Boogie is well clear from Rocker Bull. Mandy Joan, better start dreaming. Now Typhoon Banner will whiz into second place, but Bunda Boogie is going to absolutely bolt in and runs away from Typhoon Banner. Third home, Mandy Joan. And fourth got really tight with her. Been more impressive, Bonda Boogie. Got us off to a great start with the tips, but sure geez, the way she did it. For, uh, Very impressive. Uh, Merv and Meg Butterworth, yeah, but no, uh, gotta tell you what, plenty of wins in store for Bonda Boogie going forward. Yeah, no, very, uh, very nice win last week. All right, this uh, segment is brought to you by Loans 123, Car Loans Debt Consolidation. Who do you see? The Nude Nuts, Steve Sell, great man Steve, he will look after you, Michael. Yeah, for all your personal finance, see Steve at uh, loans123.com.au and as we know, Mort's... If the Nude Nut can't help you, Radley, you are in trouble. No, you're... <laughs> in big trouble. <laughs> you're, got a, you're on the list. Yes. <laughs> you're on the, the long list. list. <laughs> the long list, it's getting longer. All right, uh, let's have a look at the next race we're going to look at and this could cause some tension in the camp here because it's the three-year-old... Uh, pace over the 21 at 30 metres. And Songcram at $71. Absolute Delight, 81. Our Glowing Star at 81. Lady Jador, 51. Boura, 225 in from 245. Our Star Billing, 26. Royal Essence at 310 and steady. Benisari Lane, the Oaks winner at $20. Always an Angel outside the front line, 270. And the only runner off the back line is Cluster Star at $91. Bomber. Have you gone away from the team here in Always an Angel? Yeah, reluctantly I have actually, Brad. Uh, I'm, I'm with Bura here. She's the leader and uh, did run Always an Angel to a breath second three starts back when second up over the mile. She'll strip better off a couple of very good performances since, including second behind Always an Angel when uh, Always an Angel had all the favours in front that night and Bura just kept finding the line as Always an Angel does. You know, as, as you can tell, I have a lot of huge amount of respect for Always an Angel. She's been good to us, and uh, obviously she's a fantastic mare for for Morts, and and just you know she just keeps on winning. So hard to tip against her, but I just think with Burar in front tonight, getting all the advantages, and now rock hard fit, she she really does get a chance to to turn the tables. Just looking at the last word, and I do need to go back to race five because Nathan Turvey was asked his uh, thoughts about the White Rabbit, <laughs> and he said no hope. <laughs> and he was asked about well, Leo Sabi and said, no hope as well. That's you how you want to hear it, just right. exactly as it is. But looking at race six, 
Greg Bond, Bura, another going nicely each way as well. Nathan Turvey, Royal Essence, each way chance, and Justin Prentice with always an angel going well. Back to, back to the outside this week each way. Certainly looks to be an interesting race bomber, and uh, if Bura gets away with too much in front, uh, yeah, she is going to be extremely hard to beat. So what's the play in race six, number five, Bura? Yeah, ripper race, Lawson. And, uh, yeah, obviously, if Bura can't get away with us in front and, and get the job done for us, we'll be uh, happy to be knocked over by your great filly in uh, Always an Angel. But, yeah, pretty happy to be on Bura, and she's a three-unit bet in front. Just a massive advantage in front around here, and I think she can just sip home a bit too quick. Three-unit bet. Hope you're wrong, Bomber, but uh, three units, race six, number five, and I would expect the Angel will probably drift out the gate a bit. Yeah, you'd think so. Yep. All right. Now, the last race we've got to look at is the last race, and it's the DTS one, uh, 123 Kelvin Road Mannington pace over the uh, 2130 metres, and as as I said, this is the market's brought to you by Tab Touch, celebrating their 60th year, Morts. They've got a new app, so download the new app, and it features same-game multis and also cash-out options. Oh, excellent. That is that is very good news, Michael. And 60 years, yep. it is the brand that funds the industry. Certainly does. Very important. So, uh, and you get your boost. Go so you might get about $4, Angel, tonight, uh, Michael. Yes, unless I follow Bura. All right. <laughs> CC Chevron, drawn the pole in the last race, 9.50. Uh, we've got Free to Wear at $10. Our sequel at six fifty. B17, $19. Dominate the Dojo, two sixty in favourite. Burning Rubber, $8. Q-Town Rip Roaring at $21. Salia's Command, 9 De Horse at $23. Only runner off the back line, Joe with the flow at six fifty. Bummer, what do you like in the last? Actually, pretty keen on uh, Dominate the Dojo here. He, he leads for fun tonight. He, he couldn't cross last week, but uh, he will lead easily tonight. And there's not a horse in this field that can put too much pressure on. So I thought he was good enough last week when he ran the gate and couldn't cross from a faster front line. Uh, Junior will ensure he's in front here and I can see that this is going to be a pretty moderate lead time and, and first half. He ran his last half in 56.8 last week after doing all that work and then happened to be restrained back onto the pegs. But uh, if he can re- reproduce anything like that, 56.8, any, you know, 50, I think even 57.5 last half in front will probably be winning this. So uh, he's going to give him plenty to chase. Yeah, I think when you look at the comments from Emily Savelko on CC Chevron, everyone would love to be as lucky as CC at the draws. Not an overly strong field, and I do agree with that. Ryan Warwick, our sequel, gets his chance to earn, and Gary Hall Jr., dominate the dojo. Went well last week. I give him a good each-way chance. I can tell you're going to send us home winners tonight, Bomber, so what's the staking plan? Race 10, number five, dominate the dojo. Yeah, two-unit bet. He's a, he's a great front-runner. Uh, dominate the dojo when, when no pressure applied, and I think he gets that scenario tonight. So, yeah, I think Junior can send us home a winner. Yeah, he's into 260 from 275 and will probably tumble in either, even further forward by the time we get to the last race. The first race tonight of the 10-race card at Gloucester Park is 5.55 WA time and a great 10-race card. Bomber, thanks for your help. Good luck, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thanks very much, guys. Have a great night out there and enjoy your weekend. Good on you. There's uh, Scott Bomber-Hill. Uh, Team Bond got a double last week, Morts. And he did. Pretty impressive as well, a couple of those. 
and they tell me, very keen on Don't Bother Me Man, could, could be the best horse in the stable. What a rap that is. It's a big statement, considering they've got some very talented horses there. But this one does, this is another one that does look very talented. So we'll uh, certainly follow him with um, uh, very closely. Was uh, one nine of 13 as we go to the break. Let's listen to Don't Bother Me None. Too good last week at GP. It's starting to run home fairly, but just fairly at the moment. And then Burley Shard and American Bullet. But it's Don't Bother Me None now surging up and going to the lead from Stamford. Unconditional gets into the clear. And then came Otis further back as Dominus Factum. Around the turn, though, and racing clear now is Don't Bother Me None. Shot away from Stamford. Unconditional's running on. So is Otis. But it's Don't Bother Me None. Racing clear now from Stamford. On the outside is Otis. It's going to be a trifecta to the top three in the market. But Don't Bother Me None, far too good. And Don't Bother Me None went through in a 28.5 and a 28.9 and won it easily from Stamford, Otis and Unconditional. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Gypsy Dragon now to fourth, two lengths away, star for me. Quick Mumbo getting to the outside, I better behind it. And they're followed by American Duchess and Spontania. Still Songkran, the leader at the turn, absolute delight, has to dig in. Songkran's holding the favourite into the straight. Then comes Gypsy Dragon, Shahadi fighting out third, star for me. Quick Mumbo the outside, Songkran's pulling out plenty, holding absolute delight. And Songkran all the way. Songkran, a half-length absolute delight, Gypsy Dragon, Shahadi star for me. Songkran. Started uh, the night well for the uh, Hayden King followers, and we'll get to that in just a moment, Mortz. But this segment is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. We know driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda corner of Guildford and Garrett Road. Our man Anthony will look after you out there. Had to take the car in for just a scheduled service the other day. First, first, class, first, yeah. first class treatment. Got a loan car, cup of coffee, looked after everybody. So it was just really, really good. Excellent job down there at Bayswater Mazda, celebrating 50 years. Yep. Everyone's celebrating big birthdays. Retrovision, the yes. tab, Main Bayswater un- Mazda, Morts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Big welcome to Hayden King. Hayden, big start to the uh, the uh, journey last week with uh, a winner, and you said to load up in the place in the, the second the second race, and we got that. So Great what, start. Do you, what do you got for us uh, this week? Bunbury, uh, big race, seven race card, and you're down there calling for um, Tab Radio on Sky Channel? Yeah, and, uh, well, you know what they say about great expectations, so don't get too excited. <laughs> well, you're only as good as the last one you tipped, Hayden, so uh, what do you got for us tonight? Well, we'll kick off in the first race. I'm going with number six, Where's the Tow Rope in the first. I was just looking at the fixed price, $652, I think. He's a really good each-way chance. He's been placed at three of his four runs, and he did hit the line strongly there at Kelleberran last start. He's a horse who's still learning what it's all about, so he will have to probably go back again tonight and need a little bit of luck, but he's got some talent, and this is not the strongest race. My only query with him is he's had a while between runs, so he will be lacking possibly on the fitness side, but I think... He'll give us a really good showing. In the second race, one at a big price that could at least fill the money is number eight, Rosa de Oro. She was bolting behind them there last Saturday at Northam. And eventually when she got into the clear, she ran home okay. But over the mile tonight, she's going to get a great trip behind Colin. And I think she can finish off well. 
and at a massive price, she's going to be worth a throw at the stump. She's nearly 20 to 1 at the moment. You might even get somewhat better, or she could come in. I'm not really sure. She's that kind of horse. In race number three, uh, number one, Catalyst Dream, a place only. All she has to do is follow Hannah Masella everywhere she goes, and then she can run second to her. She's $2.70 a place at the moment, and she's had a little bit of time off the scene, but it's not going to be a strongly run race. I can't really see any pressure, so Catalyst Dream should be able to run into the money at least, and that place price looks pretty good. In race number four, I'm going with seven American Bullet. I was expecting closer to $2, to be honest. Has come up $3.70 in early markets. The only query I have is the draw, but when you go back to his last run, that was at Gloucester Park behind Don't Bother Me None in that race we played earlier, and he beat home the likes of Dominus Factum, Burley Shard. Imagine what price they would be in this race. So American Bullet, he's got that really nice turn of foot to be extremely hard to beat. And then a couple of others later on in the evening, Race five, number eight, Sammy's ideal. First up, but over the mile, I don't think that'll be a problem. Drawn behind Ponte Vivo, suing you. They're the two favourites. All he has to do to run in the money is just follow them throughout. And he can be potent over these shorter trips there at Bunbury. And uh, I expect that one by two, you won't miss there. And later on in race number six, I'm going with six, Feeling Aces. Feeling Aces' last campaign was a winner first up. And... Although first up here, I think Chris Beckett generally has his team around the mark fitness-wise. He can work forward from that wide draw, and I think he can find cover close to the speed, and he'll be really dangerous late. All right, there's six of the uh, seven at Bunbury tonight, so it looks like uh, you found a little bit of value there, Hayden, for us. I think it's a one-by-two kind of night, so if you play mostly place all night, I don't think you'll be missing too many. Uh, I hope Richie, Richie Bell follows you. He 40 loves, by 60. He, he, 40 he by loves, 60. He loves the... Uh, Some good work the there from our nocturnal tipster. I think he does his best work after dark, oh. uh, in the dark. and uh, <laughs> Some really good value there, so I'm looking forward to uh, following those t- uh, tonight. And I'll tell you what, the uh, Friday night meetings have been really good as well. Um, their wagering's up as well because it sits alongside Gloucester Park and they're, they're almost taking over as far as wagering as a Saturday night, so... Um, yeah, so that's that's really good, and hopefully we get uh, the wagering up tonight. I think we will, based on that. There's some really good uh, each-way value there, so we'll play it each-way all night, and then we've got some good uh, bets at Gloucester Park tonight. Yeah, looking at a really good uh, meeting last week, and uh, we didn't I didn't get a chance to play JL for you this week either, for the named after the great John Lohman. Yes, a very special horse to all of uh, the owners, and um, they celebrated pretty hard in they the winners' room after that. <laughs> Had to, kick, uh, had to kick him out. They, yeah, they got a bit of luck, got a bit of luck to get the win. They, the the favourite did. did lock wheels, but uh, he was he looks over us and um, the great man John Lyman, who the horse yeah. was uh, named after. It's yeah, great certainly. to get a win. All right, uh, tonight you've obviously got uh, always an angel, so yeah, good luck with that. Um, been a big show. Thanks for your time, Mort. Thanks for Hayden. Thank you, uh, Michael. And thanks for Bomber. Thanks to uh, everyone for joining us. And we'll be back uh, next week with a, another big edition of uh, Talking Harness WA here on 657 um, in Perth. Until next time, it's bye for now. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.